Is Agile going down? Yeah, I think it is a little. Now, we could be going up. And whether or not that happens is up to you. That's this week on the Badass Agile Podcast. Greetings, team. Welcome to the Badass Agile Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Williams. Hey there, thank you for joining yet again. I'm happy you're here because I want to talk some straight facts about whether or not Agile is going down. Let me explain what I mean, and most importantly, let's talk about what you could be doing about it. But first, let's take a moment to remember why we're here. To create an elite tribe of leaders who truly serve their clients and communities by doing what matters and what works, relentlessly chasing value and excellence like a badass. There's so many resources out there about what you need to do to be agile, but we're focused on who you need to become in order to lead teams. So let's hammer down those fundamentals to create a truly unique and powerful force in this industry. If you love this show, won't you share it with a friend? No reason why you should suffer alone. Why not drag a loved one into the mud with you? Okay. What do I mean by Agile's going down? I don't necessarily mean that it's going down the tubes, although in a previous episode I did discuss how our practice is disintegrating. You know, all the muckraking and finger-pointing and people going onto LinkedIn and looking at your stuff and saying, oh, you're using Miro all wrong and, you know, you're not allowed to do this. And I'm going to tell my mom the endless buckets of gobbledygook, and that's just from the people that I follow. I don't follow a huge number of people, but what I do see is extremely uninspiring, if not disappointing. That's problem number one, and it's certainly going to infect and affect our industry, what we do, how much impact we can have, and whether or not five years from now, Scrum Master will even be a job. If you want to ensure your future, if you want to make sure that the role of Scrum Master, if not the name, but most importantly, the aspects of the role, the way that you serve. If you want to make sure that those are still viable career options in the next half decade, we're going to have to elevate Agile, stop contributing to its descent, and start contributing to its new ascent. Here's what I mean, though, by Agile's going down. Agile is a practice because of its practitioners. In order to ensure its survival, in order to generate everything from certification revenue to opportunities in the industry is taking the approach that Agile and Scrum have to be more complex. There certainly must be more rules that you haven't studied or learned yet. Deepening levels of practice will expose more detailed templates, more perfect execution of the process, more immaculate wisdom. And yet, in so doing, we're ignoring the most pervasive and classical wisdom that's been around for thousands of years that going deep into the weeds is never a good idea, unless, of course, you're a doctor or you do laser eye surgery or you're a nuclear technician. I mean, in those situations, the more knowledge we've amassed, the better. But knowledge and wisdom are not the same thing. And knowledge itself, remember, is only potential. You can know everything about Scrum that there is to know. You've read every book, of which there are too many. Listen to every podcast. Memorize the Scrum Guide forwards and backwards. So you'll know a lot of things. You'll have amassed a lot of facts. But you probably won't have practiced them in a way that actually brings benefit to your customer. And what constitutes benefit to your customer? Well, whatever they define as success. What are their 
key measurements? What do they tell the stakeholders about how the business is performing? Those are the metrics that matter to them. Think of it another way. If all the Scrum Master does is regurgitate knowledge that they've learned from the Holy Bible of Scrum and Agile, whatever that might be, you are easily replaced by artificial intelligence. No? All the stuff that's happened in the past three to four months has proven that you can ask human-style questions and get effective, generally accurate, and helpful information from a machine. So this means your job is going to evolve. I'm not saying AI will replace Scrum Masters, but it's definitely going to force us to ask more questions about what are we paying these people for? What's the value that they deliver? In the past, I think we treated it like it's our secret knowledge of the guild. That because we understand and use the Scrum Guide, we're somehow like Yoda and we can deliver mystical results. That there's some alchemy in the bag and there isn't any. There is nothing about Scrum that's new or magical. Make progress visible so everyone can get an accurate representation of where we actually are. Meet frequently to resolve blockers and discuss amendments to the plan. Continuously manage priorities in response to an ever-changing marketplace. Reflect frequently on your performance so that we can make things better. Those things are not new, nor are they genius. They're just assembled in a way that makes a nice and tidy recipe for their implementation. It forces us to think in ways that lean towards productivity, getting things done, moving the needle towards a goal, rather than just sitting there and defining productivity by how many meetings we sit in per unit time. So if deep knowledge of the process is how we create and advertise our value, we are about to be disrupted by our own invention. So when I say Agile is going down, what I actually mean is that we're delving too far into the weeds, making the classic mistake of assuming that more knowledge means more effectiveness. We're getting caught up in the holy wars, discussing what is right scrum versus wrong scrum, and pretending that any of us can be an authority or seeking glory and redemption in the process details itself and they're nowhere to be found. What we should be doing instead is ascending. That means moving away from the detailed focus on, let's say, technical scrum, on delivering software in increments, and instead on arranging people, honoring their unique nature, their unique contribution, their unique desires and values into a team, and moving towards a measurable goal in such a way that reduces waste, in such a way that increases fulfillment and happiness, in such a way that is more humane and sustainable in such a way that pushes trust down and allows leaders to not be managers, but rather enablers, supporters, navigators, and pilots. Stop focusing so much on the how, because there's no universal how. No one way of doing this stuff will work for every team and every environment, for every outcome and every situation. Small companies are different than large companies. They have different problems, and they have to be addressed in different ways. What you do to scale Agile is very different than what you would do for a small company to scale revenue. Totally different objectives. Totally different methods. Now, everything you need is somewhere in there. In the simple, elegant, beautiful Agile principles, Scrum values, and even the practices themselves, if you take time to learn them and know where to apply them, you can mix and morph something that's effective and perfect for any organization of any size, for any team, no matter their makeup and character. 
for those who insist on carrying Agile down to the basement, getting stuck in the details, we might have to let them go. We might have to stop calling what we do Agile or Scrum because pretty soon there's going to be a connotation with failure and focus on the wrong thing, with process dogmatism, religious fanaticism. That's what we're getting known for, not delivering results. And yet, when I go out and speak to executives for firms of every size, in every country, I hear the same thing over and over. We are paralyzed by our size. We are paralyzed by our resistance to change, by our fear of the unknown, by our reliance on certainty and safety and sameness and predictability and comfort, and most importantly, ease. We lack courage to truly embrace failure. We've taught our people that being decisive is being a risk taker. It's being a renegade. It's being reckless. And now all of our teams are cursed with an inability to move, an uncertainty, a lack of confidence in their decision-making ability, a lack of willingness to experiment, to try, to move the needle in some direction, rather than sitting there chin-scratching and thinking about what might be the best way, insisting on documenting just a little more, taking one more course, having one more discussion, getting one more signature before we feel authorized to move. This is what kills the modern organization. And when an Agile and Scrum hit the scene almost a quarter of a century ago, these market conditions didn't exist. The landscape has changed shape, and it's your job to make sure that we can react to them. If you got into this business because you wanted to teach, you wanted to heal, you wanted to help, you wanted to solve, you wanted to forge something new, you wanted to enable teams, you wanted to make work better, you wanted to make solutions better, you wanted to make software development better, you'd have to agree that we've lost the script. When you first started learning Agile and Scrum, more knowledge was better, but we never let go of it. We keep thinking more, more detail, more precision, more process, more if-then statements to create a global prescription that can be applied in any condition and be successful, and we've created this giant monolith that isn't successful precisely because it's too precise. If you want to make change, if you want to make impact, if you came here to help people do what they do better, if you came here to optimize work, to create more balance and less overwhelm, then you must ascend. Get out of the weeds. Stop trying to memorize the scrum guide like they're the rites of exorcism. Stop pretending that there's a certain way of saying and doing things that will magically create better conditions. We are failing our customers because we're so stuck down low in the weeds that we can't see over the tall grasses. We're completely ambivalent or ignorant of what's happening around us, and that means we're failing to serve our customers. We've broken the promise that we made to the people that we care about and who pay our bills. The opportunity is up there. It's in the abstraction and rethinking of how to combine these principles, taking the best of what worked, knowing why it worked, and knowing when to apply it, rejecting everything else to help our customers do one thing, to move, to deliver, to be awesome. Now look, if you like this kind of stuff, The Forge is now recruiting for its summer 2023 session. You can reach out by going to badassagile.com forward slash the hyphen forge and get in contact with me to talk about if it's a great fit for you. In the meantime, 
You can reach out as always at badassagile.com on Instagram and the new Instagram threads at badassagile. Check us out on the Facebook Badass Agile Listener Lounge. All the links that you need are in the show notes below. Thank you for coming today. I know I reached some of you. I know this inspires you. I know some of you are hearing a call today. Let's take this beautiful thing that we do and let's ascend it into an impactful process that changes the world around us, the companies that we work for, and the people who work within them. I can't wait to see you in the next episode. And until then, stay badass. Badass.